0: this is bobby gray and it's time to mount up because we're chasing strays okay good morning world this is about the 15th time i've recorded this old gunner's been feeling feeling pretty good today it's tuesday morning you'll be listening to this on wednesday probably wednesday afternoon when i get it out that would be first deal it's out but uh got a rain last night good little rain totaled up to about three quarters of an inch so that i mean that's pretty good so now we're up to in the past about six days we've had an inch and three quarters so we're, we're looking up right now uh grass is looking good pony's feeling good that's why it took me so many times to get this recorded old gunner was feeling good and wanting to get out and boogie so we just ran to the back of the pasture and now um, got a little bit of energy out of him and just bringing up the stragglers to the pickup getting ready to feed them just kind of had a walk right now he's finally kind of starting to slow down he's not tired but he's starting to slow down so that's good but like I say got a good rain water holes are starting to come back Um, it's just been a real 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 good little deal to get to catch this little bit of rain here. Um we was we was looking pretty scarce, but uh it's going to bring some grass back on and uh we'll be able to get a little more hay put up and sit down in our seats a little better before before winter comes. We won't be we won't be uh wondering if we're gonna feed our last bale this winter or not, I think we'll have enough to make it through the winter and carry over a little bit. So we shouldn't be, shouldn't be none too scared with that. And that'll, that'll really take a big edge off of it. Just everything's looking good. I, I'm feeling good. My horse is feeling good. Calves are bucking in a ball and they were all sp- spread out kind of Grazing a little bit this morning, finishing up. Like I say, rain last night, so we got a little bit of a late start. It's only 9:30. We kind of wanted to wait and let them graze because it has cooled off and the grass was wet, and wanted to give them a little bit to just kind of go maybe fill up on that grass before went out and fed. And we we for sure did, and I think we'll come out of this deal smelling pretty good with what rain we got okay so i spoke a little too soon i got here to one of my places and i had a a calf out and uh went and just i mean didn't he just on the other side of the fence on a neighbor and it's just farm ground on the other side so he didn't like get out and was in the road or anything he just squeezed through and got on the other side of the fence and I think I've kind of found where he went through. I'm going to fix that right quick, but uh yeah, spoke a little too soon, so me and me and Gunner went and got him back and like I say now, I'm riding this fence. I got some clips and whatnot with me so that I can oh, come on. So that i can get it fixed and kind of put back and i found just a few clips here and there that are off and whatnot and this place here is pretty notorious for just kids squeezing through because it's got a oh older fence on one side of it that's just a it's just a four wire and I mean we've got 300 head on it and they've got plenty of grass they just I guess grass is always greener on the other side I don't know but they just stick their head through and end up crawling through because there's so much space between each wire Which is all fine and dandy, but uh, when you get these bigger calves, they'll get to push in the, hell, they'll get the, they'll get the damn wires so loose. That, I mean, they can just damn near walk through them. So you've normally got to, Oh, about, I try about once a week to come look at this fence and just see if there's any spots that have gotten loose or if they've knocked a clip or two off that ain't to where it ain't held on to the post. Or, oh, or well, what's your deal? But um, that's a that's a big part of it cowboy's job it's the less glamorous part at least for me it is that nobody really knows about is just taking care of fence and taking care of shit i mean you gotta have your equipment working you gotta change oil in your pickups air up tires on your trailers replace tires and sometimes patch tires and whatnot if you get into nails or some shit like that just depending on where you are some places it's worse than others if you get into that real oh that lava rock and i put air quotes around that because i don't know if there's an actual name for it but uh that country out there that's got a lot of that sharp lava rock i've heard that it'll It'll cut through tires sometimes if you if you catch the wrong the wrong one at the wrong angle or the right one I guess at the right angle is what it would have to be but uh, there's a lot of just maintenance that we have to go through and do that I mean we don't necessarily want to do every once in a while you got to dig up a faucet every once in a while you got to reset a tank I mean there's no no job that's going to be perfect, and uh, I know everybody thinks cowboy life, you just sit on a horse and chase cows, and well, hell, some of them think we just beat the piss out of them, but uh, we really, I mean, we don't, we, we, yeah, we get to sit on a horse and chase cows and do stuff like that, but. That's probably maybe and I guess depending on what operation you're on if you're on a big deal that's I mean several thousands of acres when I say several thousands of acres I mean twenty thirty thousand acres at the minimum that's got some sort of a maybe like a fencing crew or just a overall maintenance crew uh then I guess you can really just stay in the stay in the saddle all the time, but uh, I know on stuff around here, we do just about, I mean, we really do everything. From, I mean, we don't always build fences, but like here on this place last summer, or maybe it was two summers ago, we went through and took out about a quarter mile and we didn't even really take it out. We just kind of pulled it up. My grandpa's got his dozer so we did a little dirt work on it went and kind of just took and leveled out the fence line a little bit because it was getting to where it was pretty bad and uh cleaned up a couple trees out of it and just put the fence back in and it worked pretty good and that fence stayed a lot better and we need to come do it on this stretch that i'm riding here because i've already counted six clips off easy and i'm about half done and it's loose seven eight yeah we need to come redo this little stretch of fence and i think we'll just go ahead and completely rebuild this stretch it's the wire's gotten to be pretty shitty and i mean if you if you gotta if you've got to splice it you better have an extra piece of barbed wire to where you can make your splices and when they break you can take out a little more wire because it's gotten to where it don't bend worth shit and it just it don't work very good once it gets to this point. point nine ten and about 40 yards left to go but yeah we just i mean it's not all just go catch your horse out of the remuda and Saddle that bad boy up and go sit on it the rest of the day. It's, uh, I mean, we got to go take care of shit. We got to work on fence, build fence, work on our equipment, whether it be 11 tractor or pickup or feed wagon. I mean, some operations will have their own semi and they'll haul a lot of their own cattle. You got to make sure tires are good on that, change oil, I mean, keep everything up to date, uh, Wash out trailers, and I mean, obviously we've got to have our horses shod and keep up with our, with our uh, equipment is what I'm going to call it, or our tack is what it probably should be called. Keep up with our tack so that it don't go to shit and fall apart on us. But there's just it's it's all more than just go sit on a horse and chase around cattle. I mean that's not that's not what a cowboy's gonna do. True cowboy, yeah, he's gonna sit on his horse but or I guess not maybe not a cowboy, but a true cattleman. And that's what I consider myself more than a cowboy. I mean I'm not a real experienced and knowledgeable cattleman, but I consider myself a very novice cattlemen that can cowboy half-ass decent but there's and there is a difference there's a lot of true cattlemen out there that don't even own a horse and i'm not gonna pick on them because i know it's a hell of a lot quicker to just go grab old uh honda or yamaha or arctic cat out of the barn and start it and drive off than it is to go i mean like for us gotta go Uh, call up the horses and get them all up and maybe feed them a little bit for coming up and then catch them, saddle them and load them up I mean hell, I can have a four-wheeler loaded hell of a lot faster than I can a a, a horse although I'd rather use a horse because cattle generally do better with a horse but I mean there's nothing wrong with happen to uh or not owning a horse and just being a cattleman and maybe just running some cows and a few stalkers there's a lot to be said for that so on that note talking about maybe some less glamorous parts of the cowboy life um I've got a story, and it was kind of a shitty day for me, but most everybody else that was involved got a laugh out of it. so I was probably be eight, ten years old, maybe eleven at the oldest. When this event took place, and we were headed out to the Kansas Flint Hills to gather a bunch of uh, calves for my dad's good friend, and uh, ship them out onto feed yard or whatever. I don't remember, but all I know is we were just gathering them and shipping them out of these pens, and uh, up there in the Flint Hills, they got pretty big pastures, and I think they had, I mean, they had enough room to put 600 head in one pasture, i, I if I remember right, that's how, how many it was, we had to take them about three miles down that road, so, I think we had to gather like a two-section deal, at least, and then drive them six miles down the road to the pens, load them and send them on their way, and then once we got the final count, we had to go and uh, catch the strays. So, my dad had just bought me a new saddle from a buddy of his, and that was going to be there at that gathering and I was all excited, I going not have new saddle. Well we got there and some bitch didn't have any stirrups. And Dad was like, why doesn't it have any stirrups? Well it had them big old rawhide capped, I don't know what they're called and I probably should, I'm pretty tack ignorant most of the time, big old capped rawhide stirrups on it, and uh, the old boy goes, well I got him to take 75 bucks off for them big old capped stirrups, and dad said, why didn't you tell me it didn't have any stirrups, well I didn't think about that part, so I show up there, I've got every bit of 10 miles to ride that day, 10, 11 year old kid and I think I was on a new horse too if I remember right I was on a new horse on a 10 year old kid on a new horse in pretty well new country to him and a saddle with no stirrups that made for a long chapped ass ride day oh shit that sucked I remember just hanging on to them swells and I tried to get my feet in them holes that the stirrups went into but it it didn't quite work right and it it was uh, weird and pulling on the leather and didn't want to tear it up because it was my real I mean it was really my first true quote unquote roping saddle I'd had a kid's saddle but it I mean it wasn't much it Just it was just a kid's saddle that was all it was but it, it was quite a little turn of events <laughs> spent all day bouncing in that son of a buck pulling my legs up to the hanging on to the swells you go beat your brains out in the Flint Hills country that leaves a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth and then when we went to uh, got our final count and came up like six short and this was a pretty regular deal in that in that country to come up four or five or six short cuz it was so damn big and you get down in a draw and it'd be full of trees and shit and I mean hell you couldn't see them and especially if they was if they was one that wasn't too keen on coming to the feed pickup you really wouldn't see them so we had six to go rope and tie down that day And uh, that really did make for quite the long day. Trying to keep up with everybody. And I wasn't wasn't roping yet. I mean, no. There ain't very many 10-year-olds that got any business roping an 800-pound steer. That's probably going to be hot and pissed off. So That, that made for a hell of a little deal on my poor little ass. Well, now it's kind of begin, beginning to get to be that time of year. It's We're we're putting on gas, getting ready for for wheat planting and getting ready for wheat pasture. And then uh, I'm getting ready to buy me a load or two of calves for uh, wheat pasture. So if there's anybody out there that would have... A load or two of preferably steers but if it was all a one iron deal i'd take a set of steers and heifers off of a one iron deal as long as there was about a load of each to where i could i mean sell a load of steers and sell a load of heifers but if there's anybody out there that make me a good deal like I say I prefer them Southern cattle I've been looking down in Texas and I think where I'm gonna go to to maybe get them kind of it just depends on what I can find I might might go down to Florida, but I just I do prefer the uh, the truck ride that they'll have to take from Texas over Florida just for my little deal. But who knows? I might, I might come out and buy 'em out of out of Florida. The only trouble I'm gonna see having in in Texas is they come up too damn fat. Them, Them calves down in Texas come up too damn fat, and they just won't do. Near as good if they come up here fat, they'll stand and ball and won't go to the feed bunks like they ought to. So, anyways, like I said, if anybody out there would have a potload or two or whatnot, or if I buy a set of steers and heifers, I'd prefer a potload of each, but they'd have to be a one-iron deal, and I would do that. But. I want, I want a full potload of each. I don't want a partial potload of steers and heifers and a potload of heifers or anything like that. I, I want a full potload of each. So, uh, if anybody knows of anything or has anything, uh, get a hold of me and we'll see if we can work out a deal. So, I'm going to cut it off there and let you guys get back to what you was doing and quit. Pastoring you, and I'm gonna get back to uh, rocking and rolling for the day, and uh, we'll we'll do it all again next time. But uh, before that, be sure and go follow the Facebook page Chasing Strays. Follow me on Facebook, Bobby Gray. Follow me on Instagram, Bobby Gray 3334. If you followed me on Instagram here a couple weeks ago. I was off of it, and I apologize. There's a few people that followed me, and I just wanted to say that. Um, be sure, get a hold of me if there's something you want to hear, something you want me to do. Share the Facebook page. Just make, just share it, and like, say something funny. Me, I don't care. Just, just say something. Maybe get a few more people to follow in. If we can get a little deal built up, I'll, I'll get some. I'll start doing some uh, promotional stuff and some little giveaways and stuff, and we'll make a make a hell of a little deal out of it if, if we can get enough people in it. But I'm I'm not gonna do it with just a handful of people in it. So if we can if we if we can get this deal going and just share it with your friends, share it with your enemy, and see what they think, and uh, we'll we'll get this thing going again, and I'll. I'll just keep on talking, I guess, as long as you guys keep on listening. So, uh, with that, mount up, because we're chasing strays.